0: Schedule this isn't so live,
1: doesn't say
0: live, right? We are live apparently. Um, hi, my name is Bridget Jackson, divorce coach at Equal Today, we are doing a live webinar about all about insurances so, how to protect your business, health, income, and lifestyle post separation or divorce. Stuart, I'd like to introduce you. you Great, thank you. Stuart Emery. Now, Stuart, I was just reading something about you, saying that you're upfront, perceptive, and straight talking. Tell me more.
1: Well, I think we, um, we have the um, philosophy that it's about getting the right job done, and people with not any, much too, much, um, I don't know, waffle, I suppose. So getting to the point, getting the solution in place.
0: Great, okay. And your background is that um, you are, well, you're a financial advisor, and you've had 10 years experience
1: no, with... no i've been i've been in the business for 25 years
0: oh 25 years so i must have sorry read something that um was from some time ago um and so you um and you have a team don't you you have a team that work with you in terms of this area yes, as well
1: Yeah, we are, um, i make advice is a um based operation but we um have clients all across the country uh we've got there's 12 in the team. Um, a, a mixture of admin and, and advisors. Um, We're very um, agile, I suppose, when it comes to things like um, a lot of the young guys are really good at, young young people are really good at um, using Zoom and and sharing and that sort of stuff. Yeah, they're very good at that. So we, we talk to clients all around the country, all the time.
0: Fantastic. Okay. So let's talk about what are the risks of not having proper insurance coverage after a separation or divorce i'm sure there's
1: many well there's many but i think um, the major risk is like um there's been you know it's lost you, yeah incomes changed incomes move around it's about family security it's about paying debt down in certain situations and also just make sure the family unit can function as well as it can in the event of the worst happening like a death or a disability and especially disability i suppose is much more important at some level because it's much more real it's living
0: yeah yeah. Are you finding um particularly over the last few years with COVID and all the stress that people are going through? We are in a recession at this stage. I know that's debatable, but um you know, there's a huge amount of pressure on people in relation to, you know, their workplace. Obviously at home, we're seeing a lot of people, you know, the numbers in terms of separation now are getting up to about sixty. Have you seen claims increase over the last few years in terms of your I business?
1: Yeah, COVID's definitely had a huge effect on mental health. But I think that's rolled back into physical health as well. We're seeing a lot of um like cancers like around, you know, bowel cancers and that sort of stuff. That people are like kind of really stressed about bits and pieces. Um yeah, and, yeah mental health is obviously become a real big issue. You know, you know, some people like to look, sit sitting at home and but some people don't, you know. So you know, I personally struggled I personally really enjoyed the first lockdown because it just was nice and quiet, but then you start to lose, you know, seeing your, your workmates or your friends, and, that's, and that, that creates mental issues as well, and, and lots of stress for people, and financial stress as well.
0: In terms of, exist, if someone's got an existing um, insurance policy and they're now getting separated or are separated, um, how would you change it? How would you modify it for them to better fit, you know, their new beginnings or their new situation?
1: All right, because we're, we're what, we, we an unaligned advisory, so we don't particularly deal with any insurance company. We deal with the whole market. So what we would do, I would walk in, we'd kind of start with a, a blank piece of paper and just go, hey, you've had some existing cover. Let's see what actually is the best fit for you your situation at this point and yeah. if that's the old situation the old cover or the new cover we'll make we'll make it work um it's not necessary about just going right a new new business just to have get more get paid more commissions or anything it's about making sure the right covers in place for you and a lot of times you'll have situations where there's more debt there's less debt you know um you know yeah. what the responsibilities have changed there may be new jobs as well so it's just making sure they all fit
0: so we, I work with a lot of clients. We work with a lot of clients, obviously going through this process, and we talk a lot about insurances. And we do tend to get quite a common response is, I'm just going to cancel it all. So, um, from your perspective, what would you say to um, clients in terms of that? That they're just saying, like, in the financial times as they are at the moment, I'm just going to cancel everything, or cancel okay. some of.
1: Well, I think um, hey, a lot of that's a knee-jerk reaction to the situation they're in, and, and yeah. probably around costs and bits and pieces. But it's like, let's let let's get the right advice and talk you through it. Like there may, there may be a situation where you can, you know, in some in some cases we can get um, suspension of income for six months, that sort of thing. So if they're going for a bad situation, we can say let's keep the cover in place, and you may not be particularly covered for everything, but at least if you've got a new 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 uh, new medical event. You, the cover will still be sitting there in the background and we can pick back up again. So these options around, especially out of COVID, a lot of insurance companies are now much more um, empathetic to um, financial situations.
0: Yeah. So um, health insurance um, is really important. Stuart and I were having a bit of chat, a chat before we got on this webinar, and Stuart maintained and I asked him the question about, you know is it getting more claims and what seems to be getting higher and higher in terms of claims and it's cancer you know that's the number one killer of people in new zealand isn't it stuart
1: yes it is yeah and mm. around medical insurance medical insurance is interesting you, i think I, I'm, I'm the view of that if you have medical insurance you never change it because the nuances are so small you know like you might have you know, had a broken finger 10 years ago and the insurance company will exclude it. So you've just got it with with medical insurance. It the, the burden of proof is so much higher than it is for a, like a life insurance policy, or because you know the payments are so much more regular.
0: Yeah. So so what's the ideal age to get a um, to get medical health insurance? Is it when you're a child? Um, obviously, a lot of um, families have their children on their policies or have their own policy, etc. Um, when's the ideal age do you think to actually get health insurance?
1: Well, I think I think if you've had it as a child, you want to keep it going mm-hmm. because that's when yeah. you're most likely not to have had um, any any pre-existing conditions. But also, um, like for me personally, my ex-wife actually um, had a, a corporate a corporate scheme, which had all pre-existing conditions taken on. So I took that over and I kept that. So it's important. We, we work with people all the time So if you've got um, employee benefits, what bits would you keep? What you know, can we transfer some of the the, the previous family's employee benefits over to the, the people, you know, the someone that's yeah. splitting up? Yeah. So know, yeah.
0: yeah. So I know from my own perspective, my daughter had a heart transplant unplanned at, at 13, and she yeah. ended up getting a payout of $50,000 um, yeah. in terms of that. So, um, and it also comes up a lot with clients in terms of children who's going to. in terms of their health insurance when they yes. separate. So that's yes. a big that's a big issue for our clients. So, so what are some of the key factors that people need to consider when they're thinking about altering or changing, or as you just said, don't change it, uh, when choosing a medical health plan?
1: Well, I think medical health plans, um, yeah, there is a, a variety of different options of, of um, excesses you can use and there's multiple types of covers as well. There's like uh, you can go from the Southern Cross um, Ultra Care, which covers everything that's really expensive, or you can bring it back to like a Southern Cross or NIB well-being too, which is just major surgery and specialist and tests, which is much more affordable. And so, and I, even, and even all insurers, even Southern Cross now, has excess options. So like, you know, you you might say, well, I'm going to reduce my premium from $700 a month or to $500 a month, but I'm going to have $500 excess if it's a surgery, not if it's a yeah. diagnostic procedure. So it's understanding how those exercises work and what's the best way to um, tailor your your um, program for yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, sorry. so income. Now, income um, is pertinent, isn't it? We all need to survive. We all need to have an income to be able to survive and pay the bills, which, as we all know, are getting more expensive. So how can people ensure that their income is protected in the event of, of separating?
1: Well, it's, I think a lot of times when it's a separation, the whole um, the whole employment income paradigm changes, right? So, you know, some people haven't worked before now have to go to back work. There's people who have worked a lot are working less or, or vice versa. So it's really, it's understand, or being self-employed are going back to employment. So all those things change how an income protection policy is structured and it's important to get that right. Um, if you're a self-employed business person, we need to understand um, what the cash flow is and how long you've been in business for so we can get um, what they call an agreed value contract so it's locked in, which I think it's important to get in, in these times. Um, to get a, a contract, which is an income tax policy that you know will perform a claim time, because otherwise, well, you have something so that's important to us to make sure we sit down. And we look to review our clients at least every year, but maybe um, it ends up being two years. To review their financial situation based on their income from their companies or their salaries, and just understand how that works. Yeah, we, yeah.
0: yeah. So, so obviously, top of everyone's minds who are going through the separation process is how can I protect my assets and property with insurance now that the situation's changed.
1: Yeah. And it's and it's and again, it, it, I suppose it's just it's such a It's such a bespoke conversation because everyone's completely different. And, yeah, the the fundamental factors are all pretty well the same. We have a mortgage house, we've got family and all those things. But everyone's situation is different. And I think it's important that we we sit down with a person and just sit down. It doesn't take a lot of time, maybe half an hour, and just understand the situation. And then we go away and and tailor a plan for them that that suits their, their situation, their family situation, how much income they've got, you know, disposable cash all those things because you know also you know you got to rock and things like you need to make sure you've got your kiwi saddle for your retirement so and a lot of a lot of the insurers now have um as part of their programs for the income protection policies, have you know they'll pay you your income so you've got your income of your income but they also pay for your kiwi saddle to be paid as well so there's a lot of different things that most people don't understand about insurance companies yeah
0: so we see a lot of clients who have got family businesses Yep. Probably at least sort of sixty five percent of the clients we see have family businesses. So, how do they assess their insurance needs for their business after they've gone their separate ways?
1: Well, I think it's, it's first of all, you know, as you would know, during the um, split-up process, it's it's an emotional split-up, but also it's a financial split at some level, right? So, the question would be who who um, who owned, who was the ownership of the company? Was there a split ownership? Did, did one of the partners have to buy the other one out? And that creates a bit of a make create cash flow problems as well. So we look at how that works. And then we look at like, you know, I've got a situation at the moment, not unlike your um your 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 daughter, where son got had a, a situation of um, a cancer and got paid some money. And then there's a bit of a fighter who who gets to use their money with which part. So it's actually having a clear understanding. Um, when we do insurance policies, we make sure that the ownership's correct. And that yeah. the right money ends at the right place at the wrong time. The right time, sorry, because you don't want a fight. You know, there's money on the table and everyone's fighting over it. You know, when it's a sick child or something. So it's important to yeah. get those completely right.
0: Yeah. Um. In our situation, we actually ended up giving it to our daughter to make the decision in terms yeah. of what she wanted to do with it. Um. So what what would be three top tips that you want to give our viewers who are going through this process and are in a bit of a quandary? about their insurances moving forward?
1: Well, I think the first thing is just sit down, sit down with someone, either ask them, one of our team or someone else, who's, in the, who's I can't use the word independent, but has an a, a, a unaligned view of the whole thing and just goes, can, can take an overview of what your existing cover, what the new cover, and give you some pragmatic advice. Because, yep. you, know, you know, a lot of people just go, get the insurance policies, throw them in the back in the bottom drawer, and it's not fit for purpose. And I think it's really important to have Something that's fit for purpose, and I know it sounds a bit. I'm going on, but making sure it works at claim time, because a lot of them don't. You might have an insurance policy that insures you for three hundred thousand dollars of income, but you might only have hundred thousand dollars income, and it's just that's just wasted premium because you're not getting that back. So it's yeah. just making sure your situation, you know, fits fits what you've got.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Stuart, for joining us today. Um, it's been really useful. On the screen is Stuart's um, contact details. Stuart's one of our expert advisors, so it's also available on our website, Stuart and his team's details. Now I just want to leave you with something that's written on your um, written on your website, Stuart, which I really love actually. And it says, if you want an enthusiastic, caring first class service, then talk to you, Stuart.
1: Thanks, a lot. <laughs>
0: so thanks for joining us. Thanks everybody.
1: Bye. See ya. Bye.
0: Bye.